we did have a little rain here in Kansas City. And my understanding is that moved on to uh, St. Louis. Yes, it has. Uh, but anyway, we need the rain, they tell me. They said the grass is getting browner. They said don't water your grass at night because we don't need that. And St. Louis is further on up the road, like Bobby Brugland used to sing. Uh, that's about... I don't know if it's 250 miles or 270 miles, but they're close by, and Ferguson is right next to St. Louis. And it is. What we want to do, we want to want to be probably a historic type uh, newspaper in Kansas City, a black newspaper. The Kansas City Call was the Southwest leading weekly, and we had scheduled or were to schedule them for days uh, and we'll just give them a little time to catch their breath and so we can start this show because it's a historic type show but in the meantime let's talk about uh, what's happening in Ferguson and St. Louis. Uh, I am seeing here it is raining we have a little small storm. My name is Alan Folks. I'm the CEO of the Patriot Chief of Commerce and also the host of uh, and today we had a very beautiful program that I started now participating in. Uh, but right now, as it's raining in our fair city, uh, there's a lot going on in that out, out there. Uh, it's been busy in most of Arizona, uh, getting ready for uh, uh, dealing with issues with crime, dealing with issues of uh, our jacket, and we're at the same time. One main issue here in St. Louis is they're uh, trying to get ready to do some development in North St. Louis, where there's a lot, a lot of uh, money been set aside through the pandemic uh, uh, money to uh, to uh, uh, make some improvements in North St. Louis. It's been needed the last I don't know, 40, 50 years because uh, most people know uh, major communities, the downtown areas, are getting all the money and you know and and, and uh, but you know something empty, something funny about that. The census uh, tracts by which everyone gets the money for their cities is predicated on the uh, on the on the uh, communities that, that needs money, and that's normally in the area that's uh, you know the black community, underserved community, and so the money is predicated for that. But when it gets to town, it all goes downtown. Or even someplace else, whether way uh, um, I made to go. So again, and this money that was kind of put aside, primarily by uh, for the for the uh, for the, uh, uh, for the pandemic dollars was kind of put, a, put aside there about the uh, uh, the Congresswoman Cory Bush uh, during the pandemic, and unfortunately, most of that money had yet to be spent. And also here in St. Louis. Me up here, uh, when the Ram left town, we filed a lawsuit that uh, they had left illegally and well, uh, Stan, uh, Sam, uh, Sam, Stan Crocky settled the lawsuit out of court right before the Super Bowl and almost a billion, a billion dollars. And all that money, uh, the lawyers being paid and uh, other people getting their money, St. Louis came away with at least. Uh, half a billion dollars. Well, as I just discussed on my program this, this afternoon, that money is still sitting there. And we are in need of so many things. So many things. Matter of fact, uh, our streets need fixing. Uh, we, we have trash problems. Uh, we have police problems of being understaffed. And the money is sitting there and it's not being dispersed where it well where it, it can go. As I just said, there's definitely a need for the money to be spent, but it's not being spent. And so I don't really understand that. Uh, one of the uh, even not big news items here in St. Louis is this, this is really 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 stupid when you think about it. the. Um, the mayor's father, a gentleman by the name of Reverend Jones, former uh, alderman, alderman, I'm sorry, from the 28th Ward, 128 Ward, 
and also was a former uh, comptroller. Well, uh, he and his daughter uh, was doing some texting privately, but some kind of way their private text got put into the into the uh, to the newspapers. And there's some discussion about that, about some of the comments being somewhat racist, you know, but uh, default in private conversation, now public public conversation. And uh, naturally, you know, this dirty politics and being a part of it. But in the meantime, the business at hand of this money being spent in the right place is a major concern that's not taking care of. And so if you have the same problem, uh, the, the streets are being uh, need fixing, uh, 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 and that's not a good thing. And also, sports players out of St. Louis Wolves have lost two games to the Cubs. I'm not sure who won today, but they played tonight. And our soccer team, uh, I'm not sure they won that or not. But they had a, a late game, but apparently they are in free space in their division. Um, which is something uh, really an uh, all-time record for a new team to be in that position. So again, that's just some of the things that are taking place here in St. Louis. And matter of fact, one thing that's uh, been discussed because uh, this past week, I uh, said again, always crying. The uh, a young uh, a young lady was killed on the on the on the uh, night rail where a gentleman. Uh, shot her. He was standing on the platform. He, he shot her from the train and killed her. Which again, uh, they both knew each other. But these are the type of things that take place here and I, you know, in Kansas City. There's some things going on a bit that's really, really crazy. And it comes to the newspaper also. Well, you know, getting back to the census, we, we were led to believe, and I think I was kind of in charge of the Kansas City and was getting it to go to St. Louis too, that we kind of beat you guys in the census according to what they said, and that was supposed to be a guaranteed economic development. But that right. has not happened. Yeah. What yeah, do well, we do this? Go ahead. I will say, MC, that uh, Kansas City has gotten a lot, a lot of positive recognition from the new mayor. And you guys just hosted the uh, Taylor Fiscal concert. And now most of the concerts uh, are not coming to St. Louis, now they're coming to Kansas City. And also, you guys hosted the NFL draft uh, recently. So a lot of positive things are going on in Kansas City. And so, but again, most of that money that was promised by the rural, for the, for the, not rural I'm sure, for the underserved community. It's not going where it's supposed to go. And that's what you know. For years, it's all, always been St. Louis was the leader. And every well, people getting their shoes there and what have you, or across the river to East St. Louis, the two guys had the inside track, it was said to believe. Well, you know, see, right down, as I said, uh, uh, St. Louis is uh, on a, no, uh, no, not doing well as it uh, could be, uh, had been intended to be. So as we uh, we're right now in the process of just rebuilding our image, as well as rebuilding our downtown and our, and our community. So right now, you know, most times you see, you find that cities go up and down, and St. Louis has been known to do that. Our population is down, so you can, currently can't see currently. Is the largest city and the state of Missouri. Well, that's Sorry. true, but let's see if we can reach our, our yeah. invited guests because this is a historical type of show we had planned, but we can yeah. make it continue now. Hold on, my second room, second, sir. Well, you see that, that they are not answering again there. So with, uh, uh, is the, is the magic word there. So, uh, I don't know what to tell you there. So let me then have you, uh, you tried, uh, Gloria 
Have you tried uh, Jason again? Hold on a second here. Are you still there? To disconnect, press 1. To record your message, press 2. Okay, MC, then we are there. Let's try the other number right quick here. We have very jealous to be. Gonna make sure this takes place. I thought we had made sure, especially to uh, Gloria, that we're going to feature them today. I don't know if anybody's in the Kansas City call office, but that number is 816-842-3804. Talking about, I don't know, like this is the second week in a row that our main interviews haven't taken place. Well, so far, MC, on both those calls, we have got the voicemails, and unfortunately, that is not a very good thing. Yeah. So I ask you, if you'd be so kind to tell me, uh, well, first of all, uh, let me say this to you. Uh,
afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. What we're going to do here in Kansas City and Missouri, the children's state, we had scheduled a previous interview, but we got one of the top individuals in Kansas City at the Bruce Hall Walk and Cultural Heritage Center. He is a director, and I know you're not an North Media Association. He's going to do a scheduled show coming up in uh, December the 2nd, but we got things going on every day, so if you would, uh, sir, uh, our folks, uh, Director Cleveland should be on the line. Yes, hello, good afternoon. Go, go yeah. ahead, our oh. uh, okay. Director Cleveland, I have our folks out of St. Louis. He's a co-host for Guess Who Come to Kansas City. And we're really honored that you are providing us this opportunity to take advantage of some good interview time. So kind of tell us what the Bruce Hall Walk and what's the purpose, what you're doing. You had a successful event today, and we can just go from there. Okay, so uh, for those that don't know, the Bruce Hall Walk is Cultural Heritage Center. Um, is a center, uh, a state museum is operated by Parks and Recreation. Uh, we have exhibits, uh, we have programs. Um, in our library, we have a Buffalo Soldiers exhibit. Um, we have an auditorium where we do programs. We had a program this afternoon, uh, a conversation with the elders uh, where I sat down and interviewed Mr. Jim Nunley. And um, we, that series will continue. We have uh, Mrs. Joanne Collins, who's gonna be a part of that. Um, series next month, uh, and then uh, the following month, Charlotte O'Neill. Um, we're gonna we're interviewing people in their 70s and 80s, and kind of collecting their history, try, uh, trying to get their stories uh, for future generations. And we want to collect as many as possible, um, so 50 to 100 years from now, they can log on and watch these interviews and see uh, how things were uh, uh, during this time period. So those, those are some of the things. We have a few exhibits coming in. We're working on a permanent exhibit um, dedicated to people who were instrumental in, in having this building constructed. Um, we have, we work with the Art African American Artist Collective uh, quite a bit uh, where they come in and, and do uh, exhibits and, and programs. Um, so yeah, we, we have a few different things going on here. You know, you know I'm privileged to visit the facility when the fridge opened up, and, and I was just just blown away about how nice it is, you know. And also, just you know, let you tell people who was Bruce Earl Watkins. Who was Bruce Watkins? So Bruce Watkins, um, he was his family was was extremely prominent in Kansas City. Um, the uh, stepson of T.B. Watkins, um, politician uh, years ago. But Bruce Watkins was his family owned a funeral home business. Uh, still does. Um, he was the first African American, uh, one of two of the first African Americans elected to the city council. Um, one of he was the first African American elected to a county seat. Um, he was the first African American to run for uh, mayor of Kansas City. Um, he was a Tuskegee Airman, uh, and he was one of the founders of Freedom Incorporated, the oldest political organization, African-American political organization in the country. Wow. I, I know that freedom right now is continuing to be a force in a force in Missouri because, like you said, it's one of the oldest continuously serving organizations. And in time, anything that goes through Missouri uh, has to come and get their blessing. And this is a testimony to, you know, to, to, those, to, to him and other people who founded that years ago. That that was something that needed. In fact, that's needed in almost every community in the country. They have some a group like that that we can depend on to get to get things done. Yeah, uh, and I actually did a um, short documentary um, on Bruce Watkins, uh, about nine minutes, that you can see at the center. Um, I've done a documentary on Freedom Incorporated, and I've also done a, a documentary on Leon Jordan. Um, wow. So yeah, I learned a lot about that organization. Very uh, powerful organization, uh, and still around today, and still still doing great things. Well, you Don't let him get away with a Mister uh, Folks, who his father is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, uh, Congressman Emanuel Cleaver. Yes. 
Okay, I thought I heard the name Cleaver, okay? I talked to him on several occasions. Matter of fact, uh, your father's, uh, uh, was a, it was a, the first black elected mayor of Kansas City. Correct. Right years ago, and, uh, and, uh, and I think that, um, he's done a, a great job, and now he's also congressman people now. Yes, yeah, thank you, yeah. And, and yeah. Go ahead, sir. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, he's uh, he's he's kept the, the work going, and um, yeah, he's been a part of Freedom Incorporated. There was a a story uh, a lot a lot of people some people don't know uh, when he first came to town, uh, he was running for uh, the seat that Bruce Watkins was running for. They were running against each other, and uh -huh. Bruce Watkins called called him, wanted to meet him to see his opponent, and they, they met and talked, and after the race, after they met, my father dropped out of the race um, wow. and ended up joining Freedom. He, so, yeah, they ended up becoming friends. Uh, Bruce became a mentor, and, and uh, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, you, you know, you know one, one thing, Mr. Cleaver, that, uh, that we do not have, I know here in St. Louis, is that uh, that, that camaraderie to disagree and agree to work together when we can come to some common grounds. And that's something that's missing in, in today's society. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's something that needs to be uh, taught to, to the youth um, and, and, and really uh, our community in general. I think we, we would get, uh, we would accomplish a lot more working in unity, uh, just like Freedom did. I mean, they, we had um, public accommodations here in Kansas City before the rest of the country because freedom, the campaign that, that Freedom put on. So, I mean, yeah, working together is teamwork makes the dream work. Well, well you, you know, one, one, one of the things that, uh, in Kansas City, uh, a lot of the things that they were first in don't always get, get publicized or talked about because that was when they, when they did that accommodation deal. That was that was just unbelievable. That was a, a huge feat right there that became a model for the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was a big deal, and I talked about it in the the documentary that I did, and how they uh, canvassed every neighborhood, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a big uh, it was a big campaign in Kansas City at that time. Let me add this. Let me add this. The phrase uh, when I watch gun smoke. They talk about Wachahatchee, Texas, and that's yeah. where Cleaver's from, okay? <laughs> and yeah. also, he went to Fairview College. Yeah, I didn't know they talked about it on Gunsmoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> well, I think we are, we are Gunsmoke gun fans and uh, uh, no wagon train fans, but in, in all those old Western movies, one of the two cities that's always talked about is St. Louis and Kansas City. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, this is always, you know, the, the wagon train coming, from, uh, either coming or going to Kansas City, or they gonna have some kind of marshal coming from St. Louis to Kansas City. And I think the fact that that our history, is, uh, you know, that that, that we have, is, is so rooted. And what you're doing, Mr. Cleaver, uh, with the with the uh, with the uh, living memorials was was the documentation of our history. I think that's commendable on your court also. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I plan to continue to um, to do documentaries. I'm working on a documentary on my father right now. Wow, that should be real nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so hopefully sometime next year we can we can air it. We can show it somewhere. Well, I tell you what, uh, I would like for you to be our guest and uh, him also as a, as a father-son deal here. Uh, when you get ready to, you know, to come do the you know, broadcast that to the world, but I think one of the things that you're doing there is, is not is enough, not enough is told about the young people and the, and the and the and the and the older people working together as a team. Most of the time you hear about disagreement back and forth for friction, but we got the father and son especially working together in the black community. That's something I'm very proud to, to publicize on my program, which is kind of, which, which is named Lunch, which was over here in Congress. And we've been doing our show, now. MC, we've been doing this show for 30 years now. We haven't been on there when this program that we do every Saturday at 1 o'clock for the last eight years. But I'd love to have you come on as a guest with your father, 
Uh, matter of fact, you can come on in advance and kind of, you know, kind of, you know, uh, do the, you know, the trailers they call it in advance. Uh -huh. Yeah, that sounds good. I, yeah, when we closer we get to to, to finish it, I, I would definitely uh, love to to be a part of that. Yeah, because right now uh, one of the things most of them ever before our history need to be told because there's an assault right now on Black history uh, for some reason around the country, and I, and, I, and I, you know something, I don't understand that at all. I mean, maybe I'm a little. I don't know. I just don't understand why uh, is American as a whole fear of telling the black history. Yeah, and we we talked about that today a little bit uh, during the program. Um, yeah, I mean there is a, a, a concerted effort to kind of erase the accomplishments of, of black people um, and and kind of whitewash our history. Um, and yeah. It, I believe it's because that the the majority power is is losing that power, um, and so this is kind of a way to to hold hold us back. Um, but yeah, we're we're not going to let I'm not going to let them uh, erase our history, and that's why I do documentaries, and that's why I'm doing this uh, series, conversation with the elders, to to make sure our history is being told and told correctly. You know, Mr. Uh, Cleaver. Uh if you're not aware, I'm gonna uh, the National Black Human Commerce and the uh, World Conference of Mayors and in in that business league and the uh, National Black there's another group there, but we have a conference in in Atlanta, Georgia next month, and I think uh, I get to information submission to you. You should probably be attending that. At least your father should. Because that's something we have for the first time in, in American history. We have all these black uh, organizations come together in the same place at the same time to get on the same page in social community. And also we have the, uh, a global effect also, where today my guest on my program was Mr. Fred Anderson. And he's the international consultant. And we're talking about Nigeria, we're talking about uh, India, and all those countries uh, he represents. And uh, we'd love to have you be a part of that. Here comes, here comes uh, uh, Ms. Glory. Hold on a second. Oh, really? You know what, Gloria? We got uh, Mr. Cleaver, Bruce Hall Watkins. He was filling in for you today. And we're glad we got a hold of you, trying to reach Jason and Tracy, but also I was going to say, uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Emmanuel Cleaver, Reverend Cleaver, they hosted the Conference of Black Mayors, and he was head of it here in Kansas City years ago. Yeah, and, I remember that. And we're, we're right now, Miss um, Gloria, my name is Donald Fulton, Gloria, and I was telling you see that, uh, and Mr. Cleaver, that the uh, I'm the head of the Missouri Human Commerce and I was uh, 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 giving Mr. 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 Cleaver an invitation. I can share with you. Uh, in August 27 of next month, the International Business League, the National Team of Commerce, uh, the World Conference of, um, of Black Mayors will be, and also the National Business Alliance will be meeting all this at the same place at the same time in Atlanta, Georgia. And this will be the largest business black organization meeting a black book at the same place at the same time in our history. Is this the same as uh, well, <clears throat> I've heard that the Urban League is meeting in Atlanta next month. No, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no. Well, see, well, first of all, let me digress. I'm, my name's Howard Folks. I'm the CEO of the Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce. And so, on behalf of the NAS Black Chamber of Commerce, uh, we are one of the hosts of this event. That it involves the International Business League, the uh, World Conference of Mayors, and, and the National Black Business Alliance. And so, this is the four organizations that are coming together. And 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 the and the, and the, and the glue on all this together is the Booker T. Washington, which was started uh, story of the Business League in 1900. And we all kind of use, use that same philosophy and and what we do. And so in Atlanta, we will be coming together, you know, to uh, for the first time, we have our first conference 
in Atlanta, Georgia next year. I mean, next month. Have, you, I, contacted, have you contacted the current mayor of Kansas City? Uh, you know, I'm not sure, but I will reach out to him myself personally. Yeah, American. To what mayor? The current mayor of Kansas City is African American. Well, I know he is. I know he is, and I, I will reach out to him. And I'm not sure that uh, he's aware, but I will tell you this, Miss Gloria. Uh, next year, uh, the Missouri Chamber of Commerce will be also hosting our first uh, uh, regional conference uh, in in Fruits, Missouri, in April of uh, 2014. I'd like to invite you, all you from Kansas And we will have most of the people that's in Atlanta next month will be at our conference also. Okay. But let, me, let, let me do this. We are very honored to have two distinguished individuals on the show today. Uh, that's uh, Gloria. I couldn't think of your last name, and we tried to reach uh, Jason, but we, we was able to get a hold of the, the congressman's son, and he's been really setting the setting this thing on fire. So you might need to hire him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but what we want, go ahead, what we want to do, uh, I want to tell the people that the Southwest leading newspaper, and we here at Yuma, when we first started Yuma, the Kansas City called KPRS City and Hour with the three entities that put it together and we're still working to, and then I know that uh, Emil, you're in good company, man. And also I know that uh, the people from St. Louis, they talk about the Kansas City call in a positive sense now, okay? Uh, okay. okay. But now, uh, anytime I come to Kansas City, Ms. Gloria, I get my copy of the newspaper. Okay. I get a copy when I come to Kansas City. Okay. As a was the first one. Lucille Bluford was okay. the second one and 
Donna Stewart was the third one. Unfortunately, my sister died a couple of years back. And I'm her older sister, and she left it to me. Well, congratulations, but I'm sorry for your loss, okay? But for what I've been told, is is in good hands. Well, I hope so. <laughs> no, man. Well, any time that that you can that you can today uh, on my I do a whole, I host a program myself every Saturday that calls uh, a lot to the Mississippi and Commerce. And today we were talking about uh, wealth and generational wealth being going on passed on to family members. And right now, what you what you have here is wealth from your from your family members to another family member. It's always great to hear about that in our black community. Yeah. You don't hear enough of that. Uh, right, right now, Miss uh, Gloria, what was this week's paper all about? What was, the, what was the headlines? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, let me ask this question. What, what day does the call come out? Today, Friday. Okay. No, 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 ma'am. Today, I hate to tell you, ma'am, today is Saturday. Oh, well, yesterday. I am not involved in the day-to-day operations of the call. Okay. My son is. Tell tell our people, the listeners, the role of Jason in the Kansas City call. Okay, I will. You you have the you have the you you on this interview. We want you to lead our way. Well, I'd rather Jason do that. Can you reach him? Can you reach uh, Tracy? Yeah. Just and hope Patsy, her... he sent me in a while ago. Oh, just Tracy. if you could, we got some time left. See if you can hook them uh, into the show, okay? I will. I'll, I'll get the. I just. Well, Miss Gloria, hold on one sec. We're going to take a small break, okay? Hold on, all right? While, while he's taking a small break, get a hold of them and we'll go from there. Here, Gloria. I guess it was.
afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. What we're going to do is a re-interview of the Kansas City Call as the uh, Kansas City Leading Southwest Weekly, black newspaper, and it was founded in 1919. And it's a historic newspaper that if anybody want to find out anything, we got some brand new ideas to really bring this to go beyond what it is stands for today to reach the total community and get more people involved, not only the black community, but the community as a whole and other cities to get involved with us, including St. Louis, including the Midwest, Southeast region, to the historical black colleges and universities. And we were very fortunate we had Mr. Uh, Director Cleaver on there, and he did a good job for a last minute notice, because that's what the sons of politicians do, okay? And then we got <laughs> we got uh, Gloria on that. Gloria, I, I keep forgetting your last name. No, 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 no. She, no she's not with an MC. Okay. She's going to call us back. Uh, okay. See, people, as you listen to this program, this is the beauty of live radio. This is what happened behind the scenes, but you're listening and watching it on the line, face to face. But as Mr. Richards always has a saying to me all the time, the show must go on. So, <laughs> so, uh, so that's what you're talking to, Mr. Richardson. And uh, by the way, uh, we thank you for also, by the way, uh, this program, just would come to Kansas City, has been on the air over 30 years now. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. It's just It's an honor, matter of fact, to be a part of this. So while I've been waiting for our guests to call back in, why don't you tell us a little bit about Yuma and also how, how Gibson Cummings come, come, mm, come Kansas City came about? Okay, Gibson Cummings Kansas City, what happened? All of you, if you didn't, probably heard of Gibson coming to dinner with Sidney Bodier, Sister uh, Tracy, and uh, the young lady. Uh, and what it was. Hey, Catherine what, Wait a minute now. Oh, Catherine Yeah, Catherine Harper and the other lady, they did a series, and this is a, a, a true life story, where the guy who was working for President Lyndon Vane Johnson, uh, he, his daughter, had a thing going with uh, African American, I guess that's what they say nowadays. And he was afraid he gonna lose his position with the Johnson administration. That didn't happen. His daughter and the brother got married. He passed away maybe several years ago. But they made the movie. Guess who's coming to Kansas City? I'm sorry. Guess who's coming to dinner? And so I rephrased that. The guess who's coming to dinner? And we've been doing that 30 plus years. And it's one of the top shows. And we've reached all over with the help of our friend and brother in St. Louis, and we go all over the country. Tell the people how, how we are uh, heard. How do we reach people? Okay, well, well right now, MC, the beauty of this, uh, Mr. Scott Owens, who's our general manager and owner of the station, uh, is, so, is such a gifted uh, broadcaster, but he always said, we would not take credit for it. But by him, when he's done, we are here live on Facebook, we heard live on YouTube and Twitch every Saturday between the hours of 5 and 6 p.m. And we also uh, can be heard, uh, uh, be found, I should say, on Spotify, anywhere you can get your podcast. And so right now, uh, for you to be, able to, do, to be able to be heard, or hear us, I should say, it's a blessing because there are not many black programs where we'll give us opportunity like today. <laughs> What we're doing today is going back and forth. As a matter of fact, MC, to turn out, uh, we only have, what, Scott, is eight minutes left, Scott? We have eight minutes left. Eight minutes left. So right now, uh, what we've been doing this, uh, Scott and myself and MC, and uh, we have fun doing this because we're trying to get the word out about the community, the history of the community, the black community, and how, 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 how we all work together. And I also just uh, would say this about Scott. Uh, he's also, uh, since we have some time left here, Scott, why don't you tell us about 
was totally your, your heart is what you bring together and that we can together and also and I'm so proud to say that I thank you both of you for all that you do for our country and you are also you are not we work with the veterans you haven't seen tell us a little bit about that. Uh, could you repeat that please? Tell us a little bit about what you do with the veterans here in St. Louis. Well, I'm a I'm a, I'm a member of the uh, DAV. I, I uh, I'm the service officer for my chapter. I uh, I'm a member of the American Legion. I'm a member of uh, the Kaufman Fund, which helps veterans and children. Um, I'm also a realtor, a real estate professional that uh, specializes in military relocation. So basically, that's what I do. I uh, I participate. Well, we in a lot you of know, other we, things. We, we appreciate that, but we're about out of time. Could we see if we can connect up, uh, Gloria? Uh, MC, I can't call up back because our phone was going dead. Oh, no. Uh, that's why what we're doing now, we're doing an infield. This is live video, and uh, and we try and do an infield here. So right now, uh, MC, why not, for the last five minutes here, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the thinking that you had and uh, a trip you had when you went to uh, Tulsa about a week or so ago. How did that go? Okay, it, it went great. We I had over 200 people there, the relatives from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, from uh, Arkansas, from Texas, from uh, of course St. Louis area, and it was tremendous. Of the thing, all I didn't get. I've been there before. I didn't get a chance to go through the Black Wall Street, but I've been there before. And the people, the you talk about, I was so proud of our youth. Man, we got some talented youth, boy. And a lot of them in that medical field, but a lot of them they are education hungry. And the things they are learning and coming back and telling us so we can carry on. They we don't they don't we won't say they got it from us. But we kind of lend, uh, we lit a torch for them. But it was out of sight. And also, you are the second oldest uh, living relative there, am I right? Yes. Um, so again, I, I got to tap my cap on my head to you for having a longevity and to congratulate you on your family history. That, that one thing we can sh share definitely that the uh, Richardson name will continue going on through history for years to come. Well, we pay them well, I guess. But on the same token, I head up the United Minority Media Association, my uh, creation, and we're going to do the Midwest Southeast Region Conference here in Kansas City on December 2nd. Over at the place that helped us today, Bruce O. Watkins. And also, we got a lot of people that we're going to recognize and Hopefully we can get all of them here because that's a beautiful facility. I was part of that group that when they first named it Bruce R. Watkins, and it's been funded by the state, and it's been every year people come there and they go there and they got a Freedom uh, Freedom Fountain uh, right below the uh, Bruce R. Watkins. Well, a lot of people go there and uh, they don't drop any pennies in there, but they might drop water. But uh, we we are really blessed. And the way this show turned out, and the beauty of uh, Scott and our that they put this together, and we brought in some of the people we thought that uh, it was going to be a, a playback of past shows, but we not only got the director of Bruce Hall walking on there, but then we got Gloria, the owner of the call, to come in. We unfortunately uh, we can't continue, but this is the show must go on, and we want to do some building here and do some overlapping and providing different information, not only in Ferguson, not only in St. Louis, but Kansas City and throughout the Midwest Southeast region, which consists of 27 states, but not limited to. Well, I wanna compliment you on that, cause that's been uh, uh, your baby for a number of years. And that has created number, you know, I can't count the jobs, that you have created in, in communication in radio, television, newspaper, including something when one of your uh, one of your students is now uh, uh, is on, on Fox News right now, one of their primary hosts. That that oh. I was that was one of your one of your students from the past. 
You tell me how you tell people how old I am. When you say we well, see, I know that uh that <laughs> well I know right now I'm proud to say I'm seventy four. Scott's the baby and I'm proud to say that you are eighty two years old and I commend you on that your age for all that you do. In during the week people, MC is all over Kansas City. I mean he he's all over Kansas City, okay? And uh, and uh, and and he and he does it, and uh, you know, and, and back fact, he doesn't drive, but he's smart enough to coordinate with with uh, share rides, and and people who help him get around, and you would never would believe that at that age, that he's out and about in Kansas City. Am I right, MC? That's correct. And I don't even have a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays, MC, the way people drive, I don't think when you're on a bicycle. Well, that, that's true. But on the same token, this showing, the other beauty thing about it, are people who have the opportunity to be on this show, Mr. Our folks, send a copy of that show to whoever the guest might be, and they can publicize it all over the country, or the people they choose to do it. The same thing, we did a show with Oklahoma, and St. people from St. Louis hurry up and called in, and we shall continue this. Oh, yes, sir. Well, right now, MC, uh, uh, there's a saying that said the clock waits for no one, the time waits for no one. And right now, we're looking at uh, 5.59, and any pad, and he want to send us off the air with? Okay, yes. I met a guy, Tahoe. He's from uh, actually, he's from Baghdad, but he's here in my, uh, up in the Manhattan, Kansas, and he wants to be on the show, so hopefully we'll get him on there next week. And we will do some follow-up with the Kansas City Call and other news media and outlets throughout this country. And also to Bruce on Washington Community Center and MC has this event taking place uh, December the 2nd at the Washington Community Center. And my name is Aaron Folks, a host of my team and a co-host with Chemistry MC Rich on Kansas City on behalf of Scott Rich, MC Rich. Thank you for joining us. Love you all. I'll see you again next week. Same time, same place.